Did you know that you can help save the lives of cats by simply opening a new tab on your computer? That's right. Tab for Cats is a free extension on your Chrome or Edge browser that raises money for rescue cats every time you open a new tab. Plus, you get to see pictures of cute cats on every tab instead of some boring search engine. I also love how adding the extension helped an issue that I was having with Chrome and made it faster for me. Go to tabforcats.org and help us save all the rescue cats today. I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the, the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm going to cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number 0080 of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> um, guys, 80. That's 80. 80. Yeah. 80. 80. It's 80. 80 episodes. 80. I mean, I'll, I'll cheers to that. Uh, let's cheers to that. That's let's a, cheers to that. That's a big number. It's it's a big number for it's us. Remarkable. I mean, it's very rare that we, um, <laughs> I say, follow through with a lot of things. Well, here's the thing. Podcasts are something that, I'll be honest, I've never really listened to podcasts. I'll listen to podcasts that you have found that are like, oh, you have to listen to this episode. And so I'll do that. But I'm not like a... I don't have like a list of podcasts that I really enjoy, so it's new to me, and it was kind of new to both of us when we decided to start this. So it's recording a podcast yeah. definitely was. So it's it is slightly remarkable to hear you say episode eight. number zero zero, zero, zero eight zero. zero because wow yeah we stuck with it yeah for better or worse my yeah. people here and, we are and, and guys so today is a is an exciting day. Um, we Super were honored job. and blessed to be able to interview, uh, none other than the cat daddy himself, Jackson Galaxy from My Cat From Hell on, on, um, live on our Facebook page, on Animal Planet, live on our Facebook page earlier today. And, um, he brought, we, we actually, we actually said Friday night. Was it Friday night? Yeah. It was Friday night. <laughs> We were talking about what are we going to talk about on our podcast? What's going to be the topic? Blah, blah, blah. And she said, Adrian said, what's going to happen is we're interviewing Jackson Galaxy on our Facebook page. He's going to drop something, and that is going to be the subject. He's going to drop the knowledge. He's going to drop something. It's going to be something new that we've learned. It's going to be something, something, a a topic of some sort. And lo and behold, she was correct. And lo, it's one of the only times I've ever been right. I think we should mark it down. Uh, yeah, we should probably write it down. <laughs> we, we should probably totally, write it down. Um, yeah, mark it down. Yeah, <clears throat> write that down. Please. Um, but you. one of the things that he was talking about on our Facebook Live today, and it wasn't like, I mean, we were talking about our B12 product, our all-natural, non-synthetic B12 product that we just launched, co-launched with Jackson Galaxy. That's why he was on our page. We did a huge giveaway. It was absolutely amazing. Um, and that was basically the subject. But there was also the subject of, or there was also part of the giveaway was get Jackson Galaxy to answer your questions because that's what everybody wants, right? Everybody wants, why does my cat do this? Why does my cat? do that like that is their that's their that's that's what people want um especially from jackson so um they submitted questions he picked from them and um he answered several of them and it kind of morphed one of the questions kind of morphed into somehow i don't even remember how i i think it was the question um that someone asked about what is what what do you look for as far as normal behaviors for a cat? Oh, what, what, right? what like is considered what, what a good, normal personality a, for a, a cat? Normal personality, right. right. And I think in, earlier in the in the interview, we were talking a little bit about how cats, he was saying how cats are individuals. And basically, it's, they're like people. He said, every time you ask a question like that, what is the normal behavior 
or personality for a cat, substitute human in there. Or so from cat, like take cat out and put, and in, put in human. human. Like what's the normal, right. what is considered, considered normal for a human personality? And it's like, hmm. Well, uh, I don't think there's normal. I mean, in some places, there probably is. Like, they have a normal. I, I don't. I don't oh, yeah. I think, I think in the South, are... it was definitely, like, white picket fence, like, marry your high school sweetheart. Like, that oh. that kind of thing was kind of, like, normal. That was but that's, considered but that's normal. But that's not a personality either. No. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going on the rabbit hole on that. But I think that that question kind of morphed into, and I may be conjumbling the order in which the conversation happened, but he said, and I, I loved him for saying this, he said there are very few things that piss him off. And one was this op-ed that he read in New York Times, in the New York Times, basically talking about this woman saying that she was so upset that pet owners called themselves pet parents and how they are not parents. They're not parents. It is not parents. It has like if you were a parent, that. you were raising a child to become part of society to give and to give back and to, to the world something. and to do something, blah blah blah. And so you cannot call yourself a parent if you are a pet guardian, right? If you right. are if you are raising a an animal. Well, and let's take it back a notch. Because I think that both of us were raised in uh, an environment where pets were considered property. It right. was a pretty big stretch to call them part of the family necessarily. Oh, oh, right. It was. It never happened in my. And and it never. And like Jackson in my said, he said he'll be he'll be writing stuff and and even in like edit his. The 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 program in which he is writing will autocorrect or tell him that he's wrong if he refers to an animal as a he or a she. It will make him put in there that it's an it, and it reminded me how many like, times what? we've heard it's a cat. It'll be fine. Yeah. You know, we're going away for the weekend. It's a cat. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Right? Then all of a sudden it turns into... An it. Which an is it. property. Which, I mean, again, I think we're talking about linguistics, and I, and I said I'm that it's linguistics. I'm preaching the choir here, I'm sure. And, and, but linguistics are important. I think they are important in today's society, at least. On a soul level, I don't think linguistics are actually important. We might all be talking about the same thing, just using but different words. words but important. words are so important in, in our world, right? Right. And so... When it comes to, um, like, are you a, do you consider yourself a pet parent or a pet owner? When you're talking to somebody, do you, do you say, um, yes, I parent gay mini, or do you say I own yay mini cats? You well, know, I like, like how we kind of split hairs. Or we say sometimes, <laughs> we have. Yeah, true. Oftentimes it's we're owned by. We're owned by, right? <laughs> um, Six cats. But I like how Jackson, and this was how long ago, uh, did he start the show My Cat from Hell? But he said that he really, really had to go through the ringer with producers and everybody, even sponsors, whatever, Just sticking to, to his guns. Guardian to refer to cat parents, as I will call them, as cat guardians. So he wasn't totally pushing the envelope on calling them parents, which is apparently a, a, a bridge too far for some people. But he would not, would not allow the caption underneath said cat parent to be cat owner. He pushed for cat guardian, which I think is part of like really pushing the needle. The, Mm -hmm. um, the study that he, uh, referenced on the interview was talking about how it's a, it's a, I forget the AAP something. Yeah. 
tons and tons of people are interviewed. Yeah, pet product. Right, pet product people. Um, 86% of them, cat and uh, dog parents, referred to their cats and dogs as part of the family. Yeah. Which I think is a huge... That's a B plus. That's well, that's a big difference from I think kind of the environment that we were raised in, you know, friends and family that they owned X amount yeah. that it was more property that you left them out in the yard for ever and that you gave them a little doghouse. Yeah, or and you were very you upset when you ran over them on accident. That's a true story. True story. Yeah. So I think it's interesting though to think about it. I know it's for so many of us. It's basically like. Uh, well, duh. Cat parents. Yeah. I mean, it's our life, right? It's, like, it's our life. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, to, so to us, it is cat parents, right? Like, we are right. cat parents. We but 100% are. That's our reality. That is how we choose to, that's how we've created our reality. That's how we choose to believe that our reality exists. But what about those that are, um, that say, and, and there were, so this was actually also one of our most controversial posts. posts. Um, and I just wrote on Facebook and was like, are you a cat parent or a cat owner? Like with the little fingers, it says like comment below. Comment below. And, and oh my did. God, it went viral. It was like huge. And everybody had an opinion or a subject or, or some, some explanation as to why they are. A lot right. of them, I would almost say the majority of them were like, Oh, I'm owned by my cats. Right. Like, you know, so I love that. But um, I'm just, or or I'm just the staff. Right. <laughs> you know, like that's, that. I, I think that's also cool. Um, just the respect that you give right. your animals um, in whatever way, whether it be funny mm -hmm. or not. Obviously, you're taking care of them. They're not taking care of you, although they are. Right. They are on a more intrinsic level. But we are providing the food and shelter right. and things like that for, um, over, like, life, right? right. Um, but uh, but a lot of people had, and I can't remember them now, but they had, you know, like, I, I, I kind of get where you're coming from doesn't resonate with me necessarily, but I kind of get where you're coming from when it's like, no, I, I own my cats because if I didn't own my cats, like I remember somebody like saying the something like, then the it. legal, yeah, then right. legally, if I don't own my cats, then legally I can't say what they need. It, legally, at some point, they could be blah blah blah. Like right so, for the law to see them as property is what allows them to be put in your will, right, or, or whatever that may be. I that, well, and then we're getting into you know the legalese, the linguistics of it. This very broad topic of how you see it though is I think an interesting one because the argument that I've heard so often and and this is it I think anyone who loves who has uh, companion animals in their lives I don't think there's probably any argument that they love them mm -hmm. the only and so I'm not casting judgment on people who use the word I right. own cats or I'm a right. cat owner I'm not casting judgment on that. The only thing that irks me is when you see someone treating an animal like property. Right. That without without acknowledging that they are a beautiful being, no, not your species, but, also, but deserving of respect. But also not being judgmental because we ourselves have cheated, treated our cats as if they were property. Not necessarily meaning like meaning to do such, but as so, but as such, but. There Case have been, point. so there have been several times where our, well, 
I don't know exactly if you would, whatever, but we have not been the best cat parents, right? I don't think we've always treated our cats back in the day before we knew better, because right. when you know better, you do better. But, but when, before we knew better, our cats were like, oh, we got to, and then you got to do this. And then, and then it's, you know, like we didn't, we didn't treat them as if they were family. We treated them as something that we owned that we had to take care of. Like, oh, we got to change the oil in the car. Oh, we got to feed the cats. Oh, it's once a week. We got to scoop the litter. Like, it was more of like, you know what I'm saying? But we were the, we we did that. We did that. You know, like, so, so when you're thinking about like ownership versus parenting, it wasn't until the past six, seven years, eight, maybe nine, Mm. whatever. It, It wasn't until, I mean... Not our entire existence our no, I think... as being cat parents. Did we consider, we always loved them, just like you said. Right. Regardless of how you thought of it, you always loved your cats. And we always loved our cats. But we, it was oftentimes more of a, my needs come first. Um, but then I'm like, that is, you know, we're going to take care of that because it needs to be taken care of. Not because of the fact that you're part of my family and that we... Love you, you care about I care about your well being like. or how, yeah or what you're thinking today or how you're feeling today or it, like mm. you know yeah I mean I think I think for me it started a little bit earlier than for you oh I'm sure I am I am I'm a hundred percent positive that even though I was in the pet industry and you weren't you still brought more of the pet parent mindset to me than even the rest of the pet health, health industry, industry yeah. that I was in. Well, but again, it, we're, we're, we're going down a, a long road, but I do think that there is a, a interesting thought process to have when you think about how you care for, how you love, how you respect these little beings that like it or not, it's our choice that brings them into our home. Right. And to whatever level, to, to whatever degree that we choose to engage case in point is what I'm going to be, I just thought about this, uh, cause granddad is with me these days, uh, quite a bit, my granddad. Yeah. I was um, going to say that, but I was just thinking about that. This is, yeah. Well, cause it's my bad. It was, it was totally by my bad. That sounds like, Oh my bad. Like, I'm sorry. I stepped on your toe. No, this was like, this is looking back guys. I am, I'm not, I'm not going to, I, I don't lie. I, I suck at it. Um, I'm not going to act like I'm not, like I was perfect or that I am perfect or anything. Um, I was, when when um, we found a home, no, actually it was before we found a home. It was because I was before living I was with, out. before you were moving out here to Vegas, I was living with my grandfather. My grandfather had a like... 6,000 square foot home. It was, uh, like a, Beautiful. it was, it was a freaking mansion. Um, like all custom, everything, everything just stupid, gorgeous. I felt like a princess. I came from a poor, poor <laughs> like background. And, um, and I, <laughs> and I, uh, and I was sitting with my granddad one day and Adrian, we were, we were planning on Adrian is moving out here. And, um, we were going to live with him for uh, until we found a place and uh she she wasn't going to bring our furniture our furniture was all like from basically the dumpster honestly actually the dumpster um or a nearby yard sale that or, we could or, haul home yeah <laughs> usually and, and by dumpster i mean somebody who had thrown it out and we went and picked it up so not the dumpster but it was like somebody that picture. was getting rid of right. shit and we were like oh that would fit in our home 
So, um, so my, I was telling my granddad, I was like, this is the thing. I'm worried if she brings the cats out here, they're going to scratch up the furniture. And like whatever, you know, I was thinking about his furniture, but I was also thinking about like, we're going to move into a new place. We're going to get all new furniture. Like they're going to cut, like they're just going to scratch it up. And now there's a piece of the whole, like out of sight, out of mind thing. Because when I moved in April of 2005 to Las Vegas, um, she, she wasn't coming until it was October before you, um, came to Las Vegas. And, um, so it, it was many months of like life changing stuff and things. And the cats were not really forefront on my mind no, because they but weren't here. She... They weren't, you know, and I was actually working in the hotel industry at the time. So it was, it was, a, it was a different thing. So, <clears throat> so I asked, I said to my granddad who is like hoity toity, right? He was like, he bought the best of the best, everything spent $200, on a freaking uh beach towel right like because no. it had to be the finest and the best right so but here's what happened when we were getting ready to when i was getting ready to move out we were having a conversation about what am i bringing what am i not bringing and she literally said i'm thinking maybe don't bring the cats like it was a piece of furniture that yeah that's what i'm saying and my, i talked to my granddad and i was like i'm thinking maybe she should not bring the cats and he said to me well, honey, and straight face, well, he wasn't, like, judgmental in any way, shape, or form. He he got that, you know, I was worried about furniture and stuff and things and the, the stress of the trip and all that. But I wasn't thinking about where do the cats go. I was just thinking, let's not bring the cat. I was thinking about me. I wasn't thinking about the cats. And he said, well, so here's the thing. When it comes to the furniture and it, and it comes to the things that you purchase and the things that you buy for your home, you really just have to judge what is more important? Is it your furniture or is it your cats? And it was like a, a gut like punch to me all of a sudden. I was like, oh, you're right. Like I actually really love my cats. And I forgot that I did because I'm so wrapped up in all of this like loveliness that's going on right now that I completely forgot that I, I, I like, yeah, I actually love my cats more than I love furniture. And, and yeah, so I, so all to say, I think that's when the change really started happening. Yeah, that that's what I was that's, thinking. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Because that was a that was a pivotal moment for us. Yeah. Because the cats were front and center still in my life. Yeah. In our little hobbit. You hole. were in like complete control, like complete like you were the only parent of right. of them for those like eight months or whatever. Well, I don't think it was that much. But it was I mean, yeah. And the thought of the thought of not bringing them was a uh, maybe I'm not going <laughs> moment, you know, it was, it was a, it was a conversation. So I think that it, it was very helpful, especially, I always think this is a helpful thing. I think Jackson is that to a lot of people talking about the interview today, where it's one thing we can have conversations within an echo chamber and it's like, mm, this is what I think. Yeah. Well, this is what I think. But you hear someone outside of that echo chamber say something that may like, like granddad did for you. You hear someone outside of it put it in a different way or help you understand someone else's perspective better. And then suddenly it, it clicks. Yeah. And that's, and that's what Jackson's doing. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I think that that's where, what, what he was saying about the linguistics do matter is because it is because it, 
it does kind of trigger, it can, just like my granddad's linguistics, that what he said to me really triggered that whole, like, what? What? And over the years, like, we've just gotten better and better and better. And now I would not even think for a second I would give up this entire home, every possession, actual possession I own for my family, which are, which is you and the cats. Like, I would, I would give everything for one of them. Like, yeah. it, like, done. Um, not a question, but, but you see that evolution of kind of better understanding, you know, like, yes, I realize I love them, but more and more people every day are seeing them more, seeing our, our pets more as a family than as a possession right. or as a, yeah. And that I, I think something that we own. Yeah, is a good transition. The other thing that I wanted to mention that I thought was so profound, and you guys know our our motto is learn, share, grow, and obviously we're pretty we're pretty raw and real about what what we've learned along the way. Um, but what I love that he said today, and I think is just so important for people to to consider or even put into those linguistics, is that our cats deserve consent. I thought that was such a great way of. You know, we can write blogs all day about building trust with your cat, how to handle it when company comes over. What do you do with this or what do you do with that? How do I handle a cat that's hissing? How do I handle a cat that runs or that's scared? He's, the way that he said it and explained it, talking about cats deserve pets, I think is what he said, but pets deserve consent, is that, right, if you've got a cat, each cat is an individual. They're going to have different personalities. We get to learn our cats. Um, I love, we were reading through some of the comments I like afterwards. that you said we get to learn our cats, and I love that. It's it's so true. Yep. It, we, we have to make a choice to learn our cats, I think. It's an honor. We it's invite honor. them into right. our lives, into our homes, and it doesn't stop there. It's not like, oh, this is a nice little couch loaf to have here looking pretty and snuggles me at night. No, this is an opportunity to really bond with a different species in a way that's going to grow us both and be a beautiful thing. Cats deserve, deserve our consent. I think about, you know, we've had little kids over and they're like, oh, kitty, and go up and run up. Or, or adults that walk in and are like, oh, instead of asking, hey, can I pet your cat? And I know that seems a little whatever, but when you have a cat that is, as he called him, a wallflower, yeah, a cat that is spooked by the front door opening or anytime company comes over, they run and hide. Um, that's the context of, of, of this part of the conversation that it's really important to work on finding where that push is to get them to feel more, find out where they're confident and comfortable and get them to continue to be that way when there is something new that comes in and to not allow our company to just be like, Oh, kitty cat, scoop them up and pet them or whatever it is that cats deserve consent. That I think is, um, not that, not that we're, not going to say, hey, it's time to go to the vet when it's time to go to the vet. Do I have your consent? Obviously, no. But when it comes to learning their personalities, when it comes to understanding um, how they, what kind of a being they Where are. Where they're comfortable. Right. That it changes how you treat them on the regular. Yep. You know, it's not like, hey, it's bedtime. Come snuggle me and pick them up wherever they're obviously comfortable laying and say it's time for me time now. We you used wait to until, do that. You wait until they come to you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we used don't to do that. pick up our cats. We'd be like, anymore. oh, okay, it's time to go to bed. Let, let me, me grab Tiggy and let me bring him to bed. Here we go. It's yeah. crazy though. It changes how you it's think totally about it. Now. And he said uh, also, 
and I love this, I think it was in the same context, he said also that uh, part of this he sees as giving people the permission to see their pets as equals. Yeah. And I know that that opens a huge can of worm, especially for people in my life that are like, you don't understand that human beings are different than all animals and whatever. I I think that there is something sure we're different i mean we're different as in the same in the same way the cats are different from dogs right Right. but not as in more empowered or or important yeah i mean i just feel like i know there's some people in my family that said oh sure oh you think cats are that special so if jay was hanging off a cliff and oliver twist was hanging off a cliff and you could only save one what would you do? Isn't that, I hate that. What is that movie? It's Macaulay Culkin and what, whatever, whatever the, the, the good son, the good son. That's where that comes from is a stupid movie, which actually was a pretty good movie, but I don't think a horror I've ever seen movie. That. Macaulay Culkin. A horror and movie? A, pretty much. Yeah. And they're like, the mom is like hanging off. There was like a horrible bad son, which was Macaulay Culkin, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then the good son. And in the end, they're both hanging off a cliff, literally, and she's holding them both. And it's like, which one do I can only save one? Which one do I let go? And now that is the thing that people say. If you were holding one and you were holding the other, it's all because of the good son. Yeah. I just think that's a, I I just think that's a, no, it sounds scary and awful and disturbing in every way. I think it pretty much was. I mean, I don't remember it fully. I just remember seeing it. No, I have no idea what kind of split-second decisions would be made. Uh, I remember having a dream once that our house was on fire. And I remember knowing that you were helping. I wasn't trying to save you, but I remember trying to figure out how to get the cats out. Mm -hmm. Trying to find the cats. I've had that dream before, too. Right? Mm -hmm. And I, so it wasn't about, like, saving you or the cats. It was, we were obviously still working as a team somehow. We just, yeah, we just weren't worried about each other because we're both worried about the cats. (laughs) I don't know what kind of split-second decisions. Yeah would be made in that kind of situation. What I do know is that it means a lot to me to know how our cat's day is going, what's going on, that they're, that they all have different personalities and it means something to me that they're, to know that they're all different. I mean, I love that Lindsay's been coming over lately and she, she, Lindsay tunes in too. Like she already gets the different personalities. She already, talk about cats deserving, um, consent. So, um, Gracious is the word that comes to mind, but gentle understanding with Pooh Bear, right? Like, Pooh Bear is the fluffiest, sweetest thing. He's the most irresistible cat in all the land. He really Everyone is. just wants to go and just blah, blah, blah. And but Pooh he does Bear not like from, to be touched. Right? He's not a... Pooh Bear comes from Not always, trauma. actually. He does love to be. Like, this morning, he just gave me his belly. We snuggled. Yes. Like, he loves us to touch him, but he... But, but not it's all still the time, even... Yeah. You have to know when, and you have to know when to stop. And it's, it's, um, it's a beautiful thing to to see other people that that get our cats. And I think it's very important to to do that. And I love that today's conversation. Sure, it was about the B twelve giveaway, and yes, it morphed into like some fascinating questions. We really dug into the spay and neuter conversation, yeah. which is going to be another very, topic for another very day. Excited about right, but this part of do you know? Do you see yourself as a pet? a cat parent or a cat owner, how to, um, his, that whole, that whole idea of giving people the permission 
to see their pets as their equals. Obviously different, but equals, deserving of consent and respect. Yeah. I thought it was a, an illuminating conversation. Yeah. I did. Yeah, me too. So that's going to wrap up this episode of 0080 Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. Um, which let us know. Comment. Please subscribe and comment and let us know what do you think. What do you think? As far as like, do you have judgmental ideas of people that call themselves owners? Do you have judgmental ideas of people that call themselves parents? Um, or even if it, let's let's take out the word judgmental. Do you have ideas about people that call themselves parents, owners, guardians, staff like what do you like like do you what are your thoughts what are your uh, we love to hear everybody's feedback so please uh, i'm excited to read some of these comments on the youtube live yes on the youtube they seem so far away right now but i see some i know they're actually kind of dana and lee and debbie are here marilyn i'm excited to catch up on these you guys yes thanks guys so much for for joining with us comment please subscribe please 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 leave a comment uh below on our on our podcast and let us know what you think we love you guys so much and we will see you soon on facebook live hopefully good night y'all go love your babies night guys